Oh, man, we get to do a Paul Schrader movie. Oh, man, we get to do this Paul Schrader movie. Jamie, yep. let's go watch Cat People. Gross. Another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. It is here where we talk um, frequently about a movie from the 80s. I am here. I'm part of this podcast. Jamie Lorello, the other part. DP McCambridge, he's here too. You want to give us a little mm-hmm. meow? No, nope. you're not no going to. No cat noises <laughs> from me. All, right. All I'm doing, hold on. I am slowly disrobing oh. uh, just so we can... <laughs> Just so we can record this podcast. I'm already sitting just naked. Just naked like the sun. Oh, you're stewing. We're on Skype. I can see. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. No. But I, you know, like I said, before we start recording, you know, it's an equal opportunity movie. Yeah. Um, Not just ladies' butts. We see plenty of dudes' butts in this. And I thought for the longest time I went, oh, John Hurd got out of this without taking his pants off. Nay, nay. During the last 20 Mm -hmm. minutes, several times. Full booty. Full booty. We had so much energy before we actually started (laughs) I know. And now we're like, whew. Wait, why is there – why did we choose this movie? Remind me. Oh, uh, you know what? (laughs) And this is something I've been forgetting to do is that – our whole idea of this podcast was to pair movies with certain events or or, or to have some reason why we're doing things. Mm-hmm. This is National Cat Month. Oh. April is National Cat Month. Mm-hmm. So that's why I chose this. I didn't say it last episode, but that's why we're doing this movie. Well, and we had already done Cat's Eye, so I figured... Much better movie, by the way. I think I just typed in 80s cat movie, and, then cat and this was near out. the top. And yes. the early 80s. This is 1982. Which answers a question we had before... The show started, which yeah. is, why is John Larroquette in here for 30 seconds? <laughs> it's because Night Court didn't start yet. Right, right. And then uh, Natasha Kinski, how else do I know her? I know you know her from the 80s, but what's like, what is her big 80s thing? Well, she was in some really great movies. Oh, she was in terrible that I would say called, it like that. Well, Wait, wait, hold on a second. Just because you may not have found Cat People an amazing film, <laughs> she was in a couple of movies called uh, Paris, Texas, which is uh, fantastic, yes, and yes. she's great uh-huh, in it. Uh-huh. And she was in a Roman Polanski movie called Tess, which is good as well. Okay. That's kind of what I know her from, but that's it. Okay. Um, she's still around. She's still working. She still makes films and is in movies, but... You know, even on IMDb, it's those two and then this, which are mm-hmm. the known four. So is this is obviously even early in her career. Like those other two movies, Tess, and this is her beginning, maybe. Yeah, I think she made a big splash in the 80s. And... Was this, like, well, I wondered if her, like, because there's a lot of nudity on her behalf in this. 
And I didn't know if that was that was part of her like, uh, you know, not claim to fame, but Um, this kind of started her career. Oh boy! See, why do you have to ask me these questions? I don't have IMDb up. I don't know. All right. (laughs) I thought you just knew. That's okay. You could say you could plead the fifth. You don't have to have an answer. Here's the thing, and here's the. If there are any questions about why was somebody in this or mm-hmm. why was this made, I think the answer is that Paul Schrader made this movie and mm-hmm. he wrote Taxi Driver. Like mm-hmm. he wrote Taxi Driver and just within the past two years, he directed First Reformed, which I don't know if you saw it. I didn't. Uh, Ethan Hawke is a weird preacher. It was up oh, for yeah, yeah. Screenplay Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Like he has done amazing work. And this was right after American Gigolo. Uh-huh. He he was on a roll, and I think that's why people signed on to this. Uh-huh. I think it was why it was made. I just think it was like wrong-headed and misguided from the start because didn't feel right. There's a lot happening here, yeah. and not much of it is good. Well, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I was going to say but- that was. <laughs> You just for for people who, of course, are listening to this, which is everyone. They couldn't see you like look off in the distance. Yeah, oh, just oh. Kind of they just had the long pause. All of this. I was. I was thinking. I was taking in my um, my night with the cat people and thinking about how that affected me, and it did affect me. I want you to know that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad it affected you because it certainly affected yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Why is this as long as it is? You could do this. And I know it's stupid to say you could do that with any movie. I once watched Goodwill Hunting with somebody that in the end they went, well, I could have told that story in 15 minutes. That's not a good argument. Right, right. <laughs> that's not how movies work. But right. There's a period in this movie, spoiler, they go to some weird love shack where the movie just stops dead. It just stops well, for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a couple of times like we we the, there's an investigation then that happens which I guess we need that that happens um, underneath the house when they find certain things that maybe but then oh, he's free again and then it doesn't mean anything and then why does she go off and then come back because she supposedly leaves to go to I don't know Richmond or something she's going north Richmond yeah. When she gives the guy her last $22 and she's like, where will this take me? Richmond. How did you get back? You gave him the last of your money. How did you get And And just like when they're at that shack. Well, how did you then leave that shack and find out that more murdering was done? And and why, again, and I'm not saying it would suddenly make it a good movie because it wouldn't. There's too many flaws up to the point where she goes to Richmond. But Mm. that's when we get the backstory. That's when we get all this exposition as to what's happening. Why couldn't she just be gone? John Hurd turns on the TV. He's living a normal life with a netto tool. He turns on the TV and he hears about big cat attacks in Richmond. Like that is a great ending to this movie. It's just, he hears about it on the news. He looks sad or something. The end. You think Don't tying her up in the bed wasn't a good way to end and then caging her up. And oh. then what is her relationship with that Alice with the, with it? Who's the, the Annette tool? Oh, uh, <laughs> I think in the end they're together. But I think they were together from the beginning, like in a well, weird, like not know. really, <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we will get into it. But you know that he hit on an Edo tool at one point and got her a job at the zoo because that's his. That's how. That's his. Thing. What he does. That's just what he does. Right. I want to be an artist. I think you should work at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> In the gift shop. So I can keep a creepy eye on you. <laughs> I've been drawing the same leopard literally all day. She is there in the morning and still standing <laughs> in the same spot when it when the place is shut down. Nobody With the creepy stare. That, yeah. Why didn't anybody say how about this lady leaving the spot Don't that know. she's been? And this is what. And P.S. The conditions in that zoo are piss poor oh. for these animals. Oh my god! These animals are in three by five yeah. foot cages. <laughs> There's no natural environment surrounding them. The monkeys watching soap operas. They all have to deal with <laughs> Ed monkey. Bigley singing to them. The monkey has it the best. The monkey. I want to watch, again, I, I never thought I wanted to watch another movie with orangutan in it, but I want to see the Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> orangutan story of this movie because they are just sitting side by side watching soap. Having a time of it. Having a time of it. <sighs> <sighs> but instead... It's a movie about cat people for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should we just start with this? Yeah. Okay. In the beginning, we are somewhere in the desert. Let's just say we're in the desert because it's all rich yeah, filter nonsense. Red hues. And it is deserty. And there's a there's villagers and there's all kinds of animals, like native looking people. Yes. And it's and, definitely and not current woman, times. <laughs> yes. oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, I know it's not. Is. Okay. All right. Okay. So anyway. And does the. Um, go ahead. We're going to have to spoil the big reveal of this movie, I think, pretty early on. Mm. Because the big reveal of how these cat people turn from cat people to human again is a huge question of mine. So I think we have to get into that get into it, yeah. earlier than Malcolm McDowell tells us what's going on. But anyway, this movie opens in a weird red sand world like Dune or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this woman is taken by these guys and she's lashed to a tree, basically strapped to a tree. Right. And then we see a big cat, which I referred to as a panther through my I entire did too. Notes. Yeah. Even though it's a leopard. Black leopard. Mm-hmm. So we see this leopard approach this woman strapped to a tree and it jumps on it. Like it puts Does its it whisper like, in it? It's in her ear? Because I feel like it either eats her neck or whispers in her ear. I can't. Jamie, it's like they're slow dancing in a junior high dance. It puts its paws on her shoulders. And, like, rest its head on her uh-huh. shoulder. And, if, again, at first I was like, is it eating her neck? But it doesn't look yep. aggressive at all. So it no. looks like it's whispering a secret to her, like, of the cat people. I was like, and yeah. I wrote that down. I'm like, is the panther whispering? Yeah, just call this movie Secret of the Cat People. Maybe we don't need so much bestiality then. So then... I guess it's the next day this woman is visibly pregnant with, I guess, a cat person. And she enters this underground cave with the cat is there again. Yeah. And cat people. (laughs) Now we're into the actual movie because this Mm -hmm. was not really the movie. No, this was just a little bit of background story to get us into the movie. And then we see... Basically, it's the same young pregnant girl, but 
with a sharper haircut. Right. We we fade in <laughs> from this woman's face in the cave with the cat. It dissolves into Nastasha Kinski's mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. in an airport. And I was mm-hmm. – this interaction with she and Malcolm McDowell, I was instantly confused. It, Me like, too. <sighs> like – she gets, she arrives and she goes to make a call at the payphone. And then he, first I didn't know if he was just picking her up like a, yep. her ride from the right. airport. And then he looks at her and she looks at him passionate like. Like oh. they look in each other's eyes like they're going to, but still not knowing each other. And then yeah. it's her, her brother. Yeah, That's right. her brother. Yeah. He introduces himself. He's like, hi, I'm Paul. I'm just here to, mm-hmm. you know, pick you up and everything. <laughs> Two minutes later, they're in the car, and he's like, yeah, so did you uh, think your brother would look like me? I'm like, what? Yeah. what? They're related? What is happening? You have yeah. a British accent. She has origins, question mark? Like, I, don't, I don't understand this at all. So I guess we are to believe that they were separated at birth. Yes, she's lived in several orphanages, we find out. Yeah. He's been looking for her. Different corners of the world and all mm-hmm. converge on New Orleans parentheses for some reason because there is no reason this should take place in New Orleans. No one has an accent. It, it is just Mm-mm. why is this in New Orleans? I don't know. Is uh, it well, just so they can go to that swamp shack? Was it cheap to film there? I don't. These are, again, you have questions. I have questions, no answers. These are questions I don't have answers to. I wanted to say again, first watching this, thinking I'm going to get into it, I'm like, all right, we're in New Orleans. Maybe we got some kind of voodoo vibe happening here with the cats. All yes. right, I dig it. And he, so he takes her back to where he lives, and he kind of has this caretaker who is like this New Orleans, like, kind of priestess voodoo witch lady not really she's not like hardcore no. but she's she's she she seems to know that he's got cat issues right. like as the we see later on um this is again this is like like we said this is in new orleans and you said yeah. we have Ruby D. That's the wonderful actress yeah. who plays this woman. Yeah, it, it, she's just like, fabulous. And I don't want to say because it sounds somewhat racist to say like, why doesn't she have some Cajun accent and perform mm. voodoo? No, she sounds like she's from Transylvania for yeah. no reason. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not a New Orleans accent. She doesn't uh-huh. do any voodoo. She's just there as his. She makes some eggs one morning. Remember when she's like, "I'm gonna make you some eggs." While she's watching Top Cat. On TV. Yeah. Did you notice that later on when when Nastasha Kinski is in the bus station when she's looking to go to Richmond? Oh, yeah. On TV, there's a commercial for cat food. Like, it is so no. on-the-nose nonsense in the background oh, of this. No. It's so saturated in cat garbage. But, yeah, she's there. <laughs> she's like... You know, she's she like his caretaker. To, yeah, she right? appears to like be the she... maid or the you know just the caretaker of the property or something like mm-hmm. that. They have they have a nice dinner. Like they have a really nice dinner that she has made, and Malcolm McDowell oh, yeah. sits there. And... Oh, her name, by the way, is Female. Oh, <laughs> I like how she's just totally cool with going to jail for this. Oh Later yeah. On. She's like, well, I guess this is what I do. I'm a caretaker for a cat person. I knew it would come to this at some point. <laughs> yeah. 
Like at no she, point is she like, I did not murder those people in the basement. Right. I just covered up for the dude. Yeah. But even that, she could have been like, I didn't know what happened in the right. basement. I just yes. knew that he had a little peculiar. Right. Well, he does. They have a nice dinner. But at the same time, he his surprise for her, he's like, I have a nice surprise for you. It's like this closet full of like circus stuff. Like masks and we didn't need this juggling ball because apparently her parents, besides be cats, which we find out later, they were also in the circus. Yep, they were. Yeah. They, they <laughs> yeah, it comes to nothing, but yeah, they were in the. They circus. do a weird, creepy juggling thing together. That's weird. This nursery rhyme that they say to each other while they juggle, which I thought they hadn't met. Well, how did they know the juggling thing? I don't, I know. don't know. And she was in an orphanage. She never met this circus family. So many questions. My big question is, were their parents in the circus as cats or as people? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, well, they had costumes. It's a good they were question. Probably people. But I don't, I want to understand the relationship of cat people to other cat people. Cause the whole thing is he's like, we need to have sex because we're brother and sister and right. we're a weird species that can only have sex with each other. Cause if we well, don't they can we... have sex with other things, oh, they... but they kill them. When <laughs> Clearly, they have sex with them. Right. right. Then if you're a cat person and you're just getting down with other cat people, are right. you just cats? Because I, are you, do you ever then transform? just people? I don't right. know. I don't know when. What causes the transformation? And is it that because you don't have your cat person to have sex? Like, because they had to search for other... Because he was like... Like, he says throughout it, like, he's been looking for her, trying to find her for yes. a while. And and even, I think, at one point says, like, all this killing could stop. Da-da-da. I found you. Mm-hmm. So is that what it is? Is they have to maintain their incestuous relationship so that they can be having... Because they're sexual so if they are not having sex with another cat they have to have it somehow that's something that i don't understand i'm like listen malcolm mcdowell you can't just keep it in your pants for a little like you have to go out and get laid like you know what's gonna happen what about john John heard at the end i'm like do you really want to do this again like can you just leave it be but well, yeah, my no, big I thing agree. is he ties up human arms and legs. And I'm like, what happens when that transforms into a cat? Is it just going to like slip out? Because we saw yeah. that when she turned into a cat, her human form like exploded. So that's I don't weird. know that that's safe. I, no. I don't know. Because then when Malcolm McDowell in the dream world takes her to that tree and he's like, yeah. we're all cat people here. Look what we could have been. And she looks up in the tree and goes, hi, mom, or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, so then is his thing is I have sex with my sister. We both then turn into cats mm-hmm. and then we're great. Or we both are then people forever and we join the circus. I don't, nothing about this makes sense. If her mom is a cat, (laughs) why was her mom in the circus? Maybe that's just it. Maybe that's how, because their parent, and they say that grandfather ran the circus. I don't know. I want more details, and I think that would have been fun to see a little more than just the red-hued, like, desert cats in the tree. Yep. You know? Because we really only get that little bit, I would have liked a circus flashback. That would have been fun. (laughs) That would have been great. 
If we just saw like one day they were people juggling, yes. the next day they were cats, like balancing right. on balls or something they like were that. Ga- right. Or they were like in their sad little circus cages, like looking at each other across the bars and, you know. Nothing could be sadder than this zoo, this New Orleans zoo, which makes uh. me so sad. Like I was so sad watching this going, I hope this isn't the New Orleans zoo. Me too. I was like, I hope that the zoo is a little more, and maybe this is what zoos were like in the 80s, but I don't know. I used to go to the the Bronx Zoo as a kid, and I remember it looked like, you know, well, I was a kid, but... Yeah, no, everything seems better when you're a kid. I, take, yeah. I took my kids to the zoo, because I'm like, I think this is what kids need to see so they appreciate animals, but the whole time I'm walking around going, this is depressing and I don't like it. I don't want to be I'm uncomfortable anymore. for these yes. animals, yeah. Yes. He disappears right? that night, yes. And, and it is, like, he wastes... No time trying to have sex with his sister. Like you just picked her up from the airport and immediately well, he's he's like been searching for her yeah. for this purpose alone. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. you know what? Give her time. I'm not saying having sex with your sister might be easier if you give her a little bit of time, but he is all about this. And But she's she, not a, she's not even aware of it the first go around. No, no, she's, no. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. So he leaves. Because, again, he must... He's got to get his rocks off. He's so worked up. He must be so worked up over this. Yeah. He has to go to a seedy motel. Like a brothel. I Uh kind of love this motel because it's just a single building under an overpass. Mm Mm-hmm. So he goes there, and we don't know that he's there, but we see... We're suddenly following a prostitute for some reason. Right. And she goes up to this room. And she's talking because the, you know, the bathroom door's open. She's like, well, for this much money, you get this. And, you know, right. you get this for like a massage. And then if you want other stuff, it's this much money. He is now a panther, not a panther, a leopard. No, he's a leopard. She Hiding, just hiding out of the bed. Letting her go through all of this. Well, and she, but she's getting her clothes off. While she's giving all of this, she's getting, she's derobing. She sits on the bed and she puts her hand in that weird goo. That happens. Remember when she puts her hand in that goo and she's like, what is this? And then she sees this little panther tail underneath her wiggle (laughs) waggling around. And she's like, I don't know if I'm okay here. I don't think you are, sweetheart. Right. I don't I'm not sure what this guy's into if he's bringing his cats around. Yeah. Barf. And And she has no problem sticking her hand in that goo either. No. She, like. Picks it up and rubs it around and like smells it. Yeah, she gives it a whiff. Yeah, I'm like, don't smell it. Don't, (laughs) you don't, something like mystery goo. She does. I understand as a prostitute, she has seen some shit. I get it. (laughs) But this is red flags. She has seen some substances. And maybe that was part of it. She's like, is this some kind of like. But luckily, luckily, this is one of the few people, one of the few sex workers i guess in this movie who gets away like she actually gets away oh yeah she does is scratched on the hand she freaks out or scratch on the ankle or something no her ankle scratches up her ankle gross she does kind of try to crawl away from it and screaming of course it's a bit dramatic you know she does fall down the stairs to where her bra pops off oh yeah she happens to land like titties up how do you land like that? How do you land where your bra explodes off? Because <laughs> you were attacked by a cat person. I guess That's so. How. So here's my first question about this cat thing. We learn later on in this movie that 
if a cat person, who Malcolm McDowell is, has sex yeah. with somebody, he turns into a cat. Then, to turn not into a cat, he then has to kill somebody. So, seemingly, he already had sex with someone before this prostitute showed yeah, up? Yeah, well, that's how did the goo get there. Right. Yeah. So, is this his second hooker? Yes. Did he have sex with somebody and then she left while well, he was still a person? Like, called another one? They don't talk about self-stimulation. Like, does he, Good. he masturbate That was another still- question. <laughs> because <laughs> after he almost kind of... Gets really close to raping his sister late in this movie. Oh, he yeah, starts yeah. to turn into a cat. And I was like, oh. So he just, I guess, ejaculated into his pants and is yeah. turning into a cat. So you can't, even, you can't even masturbate as a cat person. You can't be aroused. That counts you as sex, be aroused. I guess. Yes. Oh, okay. It's just arousal, you're saying. I think it's... A, well, that's why he's like so... Right, because isn't he like about him, her liking uh, John Hurd? She's like, he's like, come on, you know, you want to have sex with him, you want to, you want to. Like, is that to get her aroused so she becomes a panther and then they can panther out together? I don't know. I love the term panther out though. So if we could just <laughs> from now on, when we do a movie and two people have sex, let's refer to it as panthering out. <laughs> and they're not, they're even, not panthers. even panthers. I know. <laughs> This movie is, oh my God, this this crazy movie. So suddenly, I don't know how far are we into this movie, but we are now introduced to our protagonist because animal control slash the people who just work at the zoo are called. Yeah. Well, it's not, well, they're animal, they're called because it's a, it's a big cat. It's a zoo animal. So of course you're going to call in the local, um, the zoo curator. And his, uh, wait, team. wait, hold on, hold on. You make it seem like this is just something that happens. Like if there is a wild animal on the loose and possibly attacks somebody, the authorities are just like, let's call the zoo. There's well, no I, way. There's animal I'm... control is a different, it's a different entity than the people who run the zoo, right? True. Yes, but I, I don't know when it comes to like these big, like, cat animals maybe they figured he was the expert on these sort of things because it's not like you know it's not animal control for a rabid dog you know okay. it's, right. it's animal control for you all know, right. a unique... no, i'll buy it i'll buy okay. it you're, i'll you're, buy it you're picking yeah. up what i'm putting down all right i am yeah all right so we are introduced to these people this mm-hmm. this team of animal little... experts mm-hmm. and we have john hurd he's the protagonist of the film. Yeah. Oliver, uh, I think, is his character's name. Oh, is that his name? I don't yeah. listen, I don't refer to anybody by their character name. Okay. Um Annette O'Toole is his sidekick, like I'm gonna say second in command. Ed Bagley yeah. Jr., they treat Alice. him as though Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they treat Ed Bagley as though he's like the kid. Like yes. he looks like he's in his mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. But he is kinda like the Yeah. Yeah. At one point later on, John Hurd's like, he was only 24 years old. Yeah. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> but they're, they come, they're, they're watching some surveillance footage of this <laughs> cat. And the cat is upset. <laughs> and in this tiny little hotel room. The right? person who runs this place is like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got cameras in the room. So yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
You got to keep your eye. Make sure nothing I, too crazy is, I goes down yep. with these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they they watch this cat on the security camera, and now they they kind of go into like Operation Sedate it, right? And uh, John Hurd has to he climbs on a ladder and tries to do it through a window. The cat kind of freaks out, tries to break out through the window. <laughs> Finally, they do. He shoots him, and they put him to sleep, and they get him down, yes. and um, they take. And they put him in the zoo. It's just like, listen, we got a new collection to our zoo. Let's throw them in this just cinder block and brick, tiny, tiny area to play in. And it's already in like a like an upset. It's not in a good way. So now you think that confining it in this way would be a good idea. Somebody that many times throughout. People advise him, you know, I just kill it. And he, in the beginning, he refuses it because it's such a unique and it's so well. They they check its diet while it's sedated. They check what it eats and it's well taken care of. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they want to study it. Human arms. That's yeah. something. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, how creepy but, is that when he's doing the autopsy? And that is oh my, my question, too, is mm-hmm. like you're saying that at several times in this movie, people were like, you know, we should just kill this thing, put it down. It's blah, trying blah, blah. to hurt people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. At the end of this movie, the police force want this thing dead. And it's just like, let's unload on this when it jumps in the river. Who is cool with him then having it in the zoo mysteriously at the end of this movie? He, I guess he. he... Like, you don't think Annette O'Toole at one point was like, hey, where'd this come from? <laughs> Right. Come on. He doesn't just have this thing there with no suspicion. Well, I think that's just the thing is now they know they can keep her in and confined. And so she doesn't. But why don't they just kill her anyway? Because yeah. when they kill, I, they come back. I, I don't know. I don't know. They don't kill. No, no, no. When Onet O'Toole oh, hero yeah. of this movie, I mm. think. Just blows him away. He doesn't yeah, come back. Yeah, he's gone. In the beginning, it's a question mark. Like, is he the panther? Who's the panther, right? <laughs> because he I is guess. missing, and she's looking for him. What's her? I don't remember her name. Lulu or something? I just write the girl in, in my Lulu? notes. Lulu? What's her name? Her name is... Her name is um, uh, I wrote it down later in my notes. It's something with an L, isn't know. it? I think it's with an I. Oh, I it was like maybe uh, Alana. Know. Does it even matter? It's something like that. You're getting close. You are getting close. Oh. I don't. I can't find it. I'll whatever. Right. We'll get to All it right. later. Well, so she she's looking for him, but he's clearly gone because he's mid. Oh, he's been captured. He's a panther right. in, in at the zoo now. We don't. We don't know that, right? Like, I mean, we're as an well, audience, we're not yes. supposed no. to know that. She's okay. just she just can't find her brother, right? And her brother's yes. supposed to take her on a tour of of New Orleans, <laughs> so she decides right. to wear a um, a see through knit top and take her own oh. tour. <laughs> oh, I wrote the same thing. I was like, this is a very loose knit top you're wearing yeah. without a bra and mm-hmm. wanders around an empty New Orleans. Yeah, nobody's I hanging love, out in New Orleans. No, she's there. Nobody. Uh-uh. I I love the exchange with, with the um with the cab driver. Oh she yeah. Seems to like this cab driver is all over the place, and I think she even says something like, "Oh, can we stop here?" And the cab driver's like, "Really? 
you want to see this? Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, it's those like famous tombs, like those above ground great. Like, why wouldn't she want to see this? The cab driver that has three pairs of glasses on at one time. I don't know if you noticed that. She was, she was oh, fun. I, I liked her. I did not her. notice that. I wish no. she was a little longer on screen. I wish she had more Me screen too. time. Me too. Because at first she asks the maid, she asks Ruby D. she's like, can you show me around? And her response is like, bleh, I cannot show you around because I'm watching <laughs> Top Cat on TV. Like, she does not leave this house, but I guess she's waiting in case Malcolm McDowell comes back. I assume this is a regular thing. I guess. Which also we never hear about. Like, I need I need just a quick news report with, like, another prostitute was killed, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. This makes four in the past year. Like, I yeah. Yeah. It yeah, seems like no... everything was great until she showed up. And then she's kind of spoiling it. And why does he work at a church? That doesn't come yeah, back to anything. That's a that creepy thing. Anything. Yeah, she goes to look for him because the the what's her name tells her, oh yeah, he's probably he worked late. He's at work, and work is a church. But uh, yeah, that goes but nowhere. Again, yeah. No, he goes, no. goes nowhere. Like, why is he working at a church? Like, if there's some religious element to this, it's never talked about. No, no, it's not. It's not fully exposed to us. It's true. No. And also, how long, how many days is she looking around New Orleans? Because it seems like many days have gone by and she is having a relationship with this cab driver. Oh, you think? No, I thought it was like a quick, like, here we go. And so the cab driver just takes her to the oh, zoo. Yeah. All right. No? I, I didn't think it was just one day. I thought oh. it was several days because I almost feel like it's day, it's night, then it's day again, then it's night again. But I could I could certainly be it's, wrong. It's cause... New Orleans. That's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> okay. She, well, she she makes her take her to the zoo, basically. Yes. She's excited. That's to go where to the she zoo. doesn't want to take her. And she's like, really? Are you sure? You sure you want to go to the zoo? The New Orleans Zoo? It's not the Bronx Zoo, lady. You see how you little their sure? cages are? Yeah. You want to see this animal abuse? Fine. It's your funeral. You do it. You do it. And this is when she locks eyes with this sad, angry, or not sad, very angry uh, panther leopard in the cage. And she basically, like you said, this she doesn't leave the exhibit, or exhibit, if you could call it that. She just and it is it is these like what, what would you say eight by eight cages? I mean, it's I mean that's that's big. generous and it's just concrete. There's and no it's like just tree a or grass. Line of these things, like as far mm-hmm. as the eye could see, this is what uh-huh. these giant cats, lions, orangutans are in. It is how more of them are in angry. You have to wonder. Yeah. <laughs> It's deplorable conditions at best. Yes. But yeah. she is drawn to this leopard. She's just, she locks mm-hmm. eyes with it, as you said. She stands there. She has a sketch pad. We don't see her draw at all. I do, I don't no. want to make too many comparisons to the 1942 one, but the woman in the mm-hmm. 1942 one works for a newspaper, and the movie opens with her standing in the Bronx Zoo sketching this uh. leopard. And just okay. she's there all day, but it's funny because she keeps sketching and then ripping it off. And but we see throwing, the sketches. Yes, we the, see yeah. the sketches. We, we see her constantly throwing them into a garbage can. Like the garbage can is full of mm-hmm. her papers. They've spilled out onto the ground. There's a reason she's there all day. Nastasha Kinski seems as though she's just staring at this with a blank sheet just of paper staring, for just hours. Just taking it in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Just taking it in till now it's nighttime. And uh, John Hurt likes, I guess he's just working late in his little zoo office. He's just doing his thing. And <laughs> he, he sees her and kind of, she runs from him. And again, she's like, there's certain movements her and her brother mm-hmm. do. They have these cat-like reflexes so they can jump really quickly. They enjoy and they trees. Run really they enjoy spryly. spending time in trees yes. if they can. So she jumps up in a tree. He gets her down. She's sort of warm and feverish, so he takes her first to his little office area to kind of mm-hmm. get her temperature Listen, down. He I is guess. a smooth talker because they, sure. they are like first he's like reciting poetry to her for some reason. I don't oh yeah, quite I don't know what that's why. all about. I don't know. Um, yeah, but oh, and also uh, very quickly, um, Dan Fielding from Night Court shows up for three seconds to yell at him mm. and then disappears mm-hmm. from the movie. About not letting the panther go, or about letting the panther yeah. go, right? And he's seemingly, he's chasing her through this zoo, not too far behind. She flies into a tree, like flies into yeah. a tree, and uh-huh. he doesn't seem distressed by this. No, he's, well, it's a pretty I mean, girl. It, right, yes. She's got a he's pixie, obviously just, pixie haircut. Yeah. He's, I guess he has an open relationship with the redheaded girl that he seems to be into, but then... Don't know what this relationship mark on is that. about. Yeah. Question mark on that. Yeah. But, yeah and also, he, another they, weird thing is when he's like, hey, uh, you should take some of this aspirin. She's like, I don't believe in medicine. I was like, oh, yes. I wonder what this means. Nope, nothing. It means nothing. Mm-mm. It's never spoken no. of again. Well, then she says... They want to go to dinner. They make arrangements to go to dinner because she's like, I'm really fine. I'm just mm-hmm. probably hungry. Yeah. It's been a busy day. So that she, uh, I think she invites him to dinner, and but she doesn't <sighs> eat meat. But she will eat oysters and fish. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Because they I, go to a seafood That's my place. favorite thing is when she goes, <laughs> oh, I don't eat meat. And he's like, oh, all right. I know this great oyster place. Okay, great. And he's teaching her how to eat oysters. It's like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to hit on you or anything. Don't worry about that. Let's go eat the sexiest food ever. Let's just go talk about raw oysters. So now here's the thing. Here's where I am when I'm watching this. I'm like, okay. So now she's... Uh, she's eventually she's got to become this panther or know that this is her power, right? We do know she knows that, but she knows it very late in the movie. Yeah. It happens to her. Right. But now they're going to dinner and they're having these oysters, and I'm like, all right, the oyster's going to turn her on, and she's yes. going to start to become. That's kind of what it looks like, by the way. Their goo kind of looks like oyster yes. droppings or something. Right. <laughs> yes, oyster but, but, droppings. So, uh, I like that. <laughs> This was the first I was like, oh, like I'm, I was like in my notes getting excited, like she's going to be a panther soon. She's going to attack him. But no, they just they do. They have a casual dinner. They, he offers her a job at the zoo. Just offers and... her a job. Oh, so uh, you're in New Orleans visiting your brother. You need a job. She might already have a job. How does he jump to this conclusion that she needs He's... that she's here permanently? First of all, she never says that right. or that she needs employment. But again, this is weird. Like, he is doing all he can to get late. Like, to the extremes. Like, I'm going to take you to this weird sex shack that I have in the woods. I'm going to teach you how to fish. Wait, that comes out of kind of nowhere. The weird sex shack thing. Because (laughs) Really? Comes out of nowhere? Wait, we're not there yet. Well, wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 No, 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 I know. We're not there yet. 
First, we have a day of at work at the zoo. That's our next scene is where the elephants are getting washed and Ed Bagley singing oh, to the animals. Oh. <laughs> yes. And the monkey, this is when they watch TV together. Does John Hurt pull a dead rat out of his pocket at yes, one point? Yes, because <laughs> he's he's walking through the animals with with his team there and the one guy the one animal I guess looks a little peckish, maybe hungry. And John Hurt's got the answer. Dead rat hanging out in his pocket. I'll tell you what he needs. Want, he needs a snack. That I don't know. I want like a weird movie about just all the females who work at this zoo were all girls that John Hurt hit on at one at point. point. Like yeah. everyone that works here. I can only assume that's the case. Hashtag me too at the New Orleans Zoo. <laughs> And it rhymes too. It make a great poster, right? Great T-shirt. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> me hashtag me too. <laughs> New Orleans Zoo. <laughs> Jamie, I think you just designed our next T-shirt. <laughs> just a picture of a panther on it with me too. New Orleans Zoo. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is crazy. No cat people. Yeah. Oh, and cat as we people. said, Ed Bagley's taking care of an orangutan. He's got a TV in his cage. It's in his cage. Like well, this orangutan is likes the TV, this monkey's I TV. I love it. I love how they're hey, so well taken care of. He's got the best cage of. out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. The the redhead or the other what's her the actress's name? Alice is the character. Annette O'Toole. Who's the actress of Annette O'Toole? Um, decides to make friends with uh, Natasha at the gift shop. They go out for drinks. Um, they have an interesting conversation. I, I guess they have some girl talk about virginity. P.S. She's a virgin. This is the fastest girl talk. I mean, listen, first yeah. of all, I'm not in a whole lot of girl talk conversations, but I don't think they jump to, right. you're a virgin. Holy shit. How did that happen yeah. within mm-hmm. three lines of dialogue? They get right to it. They get right I, to it. I love because there's some dude that just out of nowhere, he's sitting with Nastasha Kinski and Annette O'Toole shows up and she's like, beat it, buddy. And she's like, sometimes I just tell them I'm gay. I'm constantly yeah. being hit on at the zoo bar, I guess. <laughs> the zoo bar. And he literally goes from that to, oh, do you like working in the gift shop? I uh, Ever had sex before? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, one drink will get you there. It'll get you confessing, right? What about the weird lady that walks up to them during their drink? That's like <laughs> the lady who who's dressed like Joan Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she talks. But to we her. never see her again. It's not like we see her again, and she's frequent or she watches the goings on of the cat. No. Yeah, and no. and does she speak to her in some like? Cajun New Orleans French dialogue? Mm-hmm. No, she says "sister" no. in Spanish to her. Yep. Why is this in New Orleans? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, cat people. Oh, oh, this is when tragedy strikes next. This is great. Oh, sweet Ed Bagley. (laughs) All right. So the girls have bonded, and we now know that Natasha is not only does she not know she's a cat, but now we all know she's a virgin. She's never even had sex. All right, that's done. Put that in a drawer for a minute. Because Ed Bagley, who (laughs) takes care of animals, that's what he does. Why he wants to, what is he trying to do? He's trying to clean the cage, the, the, 
leopard's cage, yes. right? And the leopard's not having it. He's not a happy leopard to begin with. And he gets some kind of stick or pole or something to either. He gives him like a, I don't, I don't think it's a cattle prod. I think it's one of those like rings, one of those like rope rings that you would put but around the animal's But is he supposed to neck. like try to get yeah, the animal? and it's the okay, shortest so thing. To... It's about two feet long, which is crazy. And it doesn't look very sturdy <laughs> to like put around this no. crazy cat mm-hmm. who like tore apart this hotel room and whatever. So, oh my God, Ed Bagley's arm gets ripped off and then he dies. Like, like it gets ripped off at the shoulder. Like, and it's pretty great because we see a cat like really chomp down on his forearm and tear mm-hmm. this thing off. And he's laying and on the ground. And it vaguely does go a little crazy. Blood yeah. is everywhere. Like John Hurd's on the it. ground like trying to push the pool of the blood back into his arm. Nobody knows what to do. And of Mm-mm. course he bleeds out. Of course he's dead. And yeah. John Hurd finally goes to get a gun from his house or whatever to shoot this thing. Mm-hmm. But the leopard's gone, and the cage is open, and there's just that melty goo stuff <laughs> just there. Goo in its place. Did he have sex with Bagley's home? No. Remember, if you kill somebody, you turn oh, back into right, a person. Right. Okay. Sex turns okay. you into a cat. Killing. I got you. Sorry. The two heights, I guess, of human experience. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, are the worse. things that transform you. Because I love how Malcolm McDowell just was like, I don't know. How long do I have to be in this movie? Can I be a cat for like half of it? (laughs) (laughs) And I assume Paul Schrader was like, deal, done. Because finally, I don't know, what are we like, 40 minutes into this? And then Mm -hmm. Malcolm McDowell just shows back up again. I like that he tells her he was in prison. I was in prison, he tells her. No follow-up questions from her. Like, what did you do? No. Nope, nope. She's fine with that. But this is when he's creepy about her wanting to sleep with um, John Hurt. He's all like, come on, you know you want Ether and you want to have sex with him and he turned you on. Which is, again, creepy brother-sister conversation. I don't talk like that to my brothers. I have two of them. I don't ever discuss those kinds of things with them like that intensely. I would assume if you had, you know, if you were talking to your brothers and stuff, you wouldn't be talking about somebody they want to have sex with. You would go, wait, you got a job at the zoo? Like, wait, hold on. I've been gone for like three days. You're working at the zoo now? How did that happen? Yeah. You might have some casual... Con- this is when he tries to rape her, too, yes. doesn't he? For the first time, mm-hmm. he gets all rapey on her. He gets these weird cat eyes that get real wide, and she's just like, I don't I don't know. You haven't even asked me about my job yet. <laughs> That's my fulfilling job at a zoo gift shop. It's awesome. (laughs) These Cub Scouts were in yesterday. It was amazing. She says, like, I had a hard day. I watched somebody die today. (laughs) And I really liked him. (laughs) She says, and I knew him or something. He was a friend. His question should have been like, don't you work at the gift shop? Why were you in there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How did you lie? Exactly. Because she was. You see her white shoes with all the blood. Why? Why she should have been. Da- doesn't nope. she have a keychain to sell? No. What's happening? But, and nobody questions this too, because you know Annette O'Toole's like, mm-hmm. I used to work at the gift shop. I remember yes. those times. And then he gave me a promotion, yeah. and suddenly mm-hmm. I'm taking care of animals. I had to go to school for this. He made me go to school. 
<laughs> and now she's the next me. I can't wait till she takes my place. I see it coming, right? Oh my god! And then they have like super cat powers because he gets all rapey and she like jumps off the balcony. Oh yeah, does like this a handstand gets... or a flip or maybe he does this. Yeah, but... it's like no, yeah. he she does it when she jumps out the window. She like again, she's got these cat like reflexes and kind of. Jumps and twists and starts to run from him, and she runs into the cops. She's always running into the cops, whether she's a human or a cop or, or, or a cat. cat. Yeah, that's true. I love at the or end when she turns into a cat, she just like hassles some cops on some bikes for a while. Oh yeah, <laughs> she does. And there must constantly be police up and down this road. They're always well. Here. I like it because, like you said, when she goes for her little tour of New Orleans, the town is empty. But it's well policed, I'll tell yeah, you that. Right. <laughs> but so she she doesn't first she tracks you know, she she flags down the cops yeah. and then but he's gone. So she kind of turns back to her house, she's like, Ah, oh, no, it's fine, I just got startled. But then the cop, the police dog starts to go crazy, and we get this little subplot explanation. That's when I was like, yes. Whoa, how much weed does this dude have in his house where the dog is freaking out? The dog's going crazy. And the cops are like, which I don't know that they're they're like, hmm, well, he's kind of freaking out. We should investigate. And when they do I have seen so many movies where a cop dog is freaking out and the cops are like, Shut up, you stupid dog. And and they just leave that this was jarring that they like got a warrant and went into the house with like a detective who shows up and I thought was going to be a big part of this movie. No, no. Yeah, because the detective has a lot of information. Yes. And he just drops that information off. And he never knows comes about back. the circus yeah. folk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot. So this guy, her brother, has got some history. He says that he was. Um, he's been in and out of psych wards. Yep. He's a religious fanatic. Yep. Mm-hmm. His parents were in the circus. So he's used to animals yep. because, because what they found in the basement is like, gross. I guess, does he keep other leopards down there? Or that's I just like, don't. he goes down there and chains people up. I. It's like right. corpses. That's that what have I been thought. Eaten. I was like, is he, is this where Ruby D keeps him? When he is a leopard, she chains him up because because even Kinski at the end, yeah, like even Kinski at the end when she's talking to John Hurd, like she talks about Mm -hmm. tying herself up and chaining herself up. So are you just going to keep me in a cage? Are you going to chain me up like my brother? And I was like, Mm -hmm. all right. So I guess Ruby D would chain him up, feed him somebody to turn him back to a Mm -hmm. human, and then she would just like capture him again when he was a cat i don't know but there's just a bunch of bones and shit around this place yeah it's a creepy creepy dungeony <laughs> yeah environment but that's when uh some trouble goes down he's again he's mia so they can't arrest him they don't suspect her they don't suspect natasha in any of this she's clear of all charges the most puzzling thing the most baffling thing about this is this detective mm-hmm. shows up walks in the basement and john hurt is with him like he called him and said remember that cat this has nothing to do with it it's a crazy man who apparently had been murdering people why don't you come over here for reasons i, I don't know why he's there no i think it's because they know that the cat like the cat is who killed this these people like, I guess they know that oh, there was a... Oh, like, so they think that Malcolm McDowell, like, kept 
kept it as a, as a pet or something? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. That's why they're like, he's right. good with animals. <clears throat> okay. He's, All right. Yes. And now the cat's loose and he's missing. So they arrest um, Fimale. <laughs> That's your yeah. character's name. Blair, do I get to watch <laughs> Top Cat in prison? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How am I to the bottom of my notes? We're not even halfway through this, are we? No, we're, well, we're getting there. All right. Anyway. All right. So so she's alone now because her yes. brother. she found out her brother not only wants to rape her, but that he's got this weird <laughs> stuff hanging out, going on in his basement. And the lady, <laughs> his, her only other friend, who's the lady that cares for him, has been arrested. So first, John Hurd takes her like to his. I don't understand the layout of his place where the he layout lives. of his place is amazing. <laughs> At one point, late in the movie, he goes down a set of stairs to a landing and turns, and there's another set of stairs like <laughs> leading up in the opposite direction to another room. It's like he lives in an M.C. Escher drawing. It's so bizarre. <laughs> but he, he invites her over. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, come stay at my place. It's cool. Hey, you could stay in this room. Uh, I use it as my dark room because I'm a photographer because he's got hobbies. And yeah, he does. He does. He there's a bed in there, yeah, though. He walks in this dark room yeah. and there's a bed there. And that's where – so wait, it's creepy. It's well, Not creepy. It's It's strange because – he makes her stay the night in the dark room, like, oh yeah, we're just I'm just here to help you and you're having hard times. But then in the next scene, he's taking her away to the country. they're going he says they're taking a drive to the country, which is hey, weird when they're going for the drive and he's like, Look at the boat. Oh look my at the god, crane. I love that. <laughs> I love that because I was like, This is just ad libbing that's legitimately funny. When he's like, Look at the boat. <laughs> hey, look at that boat. And look at that boat. And she's laughing. He's laughing. I That was the one time in this movie where I was like, they must be having fun at this moment because I can't they imagine through time. most of this anybody's having a great time. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it was a joy to work on Cat People 1982. It was hot times in New Orleans. And anyway. who's this old guy watching the house for him? Like, uh, I've been keeping the place warm for you. I don't know whose house it is. It's his house, I guess. I don't know. Because he's like, oh, this is a place that I, you know, help build and stay here sometimes. I'm like, did you create your own timeshare with this elderly black right. man? And you guys are like, I don't know. You have it three weeks of the month and then I'll have it the other one or two and then we'll swap the next month. It is bizarre. <laughs> but he leaves, doesn't he? He doesn't. <laughs> He just he leaves. Stay. He yeah. just leaves. He just walks out. Like, yep, been keeping the lights on for you. Gone from the there movie. You go. Passes I assume it over. he's dead at the end of this. Maybe I shouldn't be thinking that hard, but she was a cat, and then he shows back up, and she's a human again. So she killed somebody, and I was afraid it might be that. No, poor she man. killed the animal. No, she. That's she. Her first blood is a bunny. I no, think. no, 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 no. I mean, later in well, the movie when she is clearly. After they have sex for the first oh, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. she runs mm-hmm. away and he drives all the way back to this love shack and walks yeah. in and she's a human again. So I'm just afraid she killed that poor man. Oh, yeah. you might be right. He doesn't you seem that upset right. over it. So why should I be, I guess? Yeah. Hey, but anyway, yeah, anyway, this is, as I said earlier, when the movie just stops dead. It just What are they doing? What are they doing? stops. It is so baffling why they're here. Anything they did here, which is almost have sex, basically, could have taken place in his house. Like, there's no reason for them to go to this and weird do place. do leopards 
Are leopards known to like hang out on the bayou? Is that part of it? Yeah, I didn't think so. They're just yeah. running wild in Louisiana. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it is. They they have we have a little montage of them doing the crawfishing and and going on a boat and I guess doing and then it turns um, into like a romantic a drama for uh, like five minutes and then they're having dinner and he again now at first when he took her in at first it was just because she had no one else and she just got this weird news about her brother but that's really not what's going on here so they're they're having dinner and she's a little afraid of alligators and he makes some noise like or or makes some noise makes some comment about how like having sex will protect them from alligators or something. And she's just like, I can't. Yep. I can't have sex. That's what I was Meantime, like. Oh, is this like he's scraping the bottom of the barrel for lines now, I guess, because right, he's right. been trying to have sex with her since the day he met her and his last ditch effort is like, you know, it keeps alligators away. People having sex, they hate the sound. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? They almost that, do yeah, though. It's and- it's yeah, it, it's I don't know. They're they're this close, really, but they don't. Yeah, well, because she 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 feels like well, first of all, she's a virgin. We know that, and I think now she has a clue that if she does, she's going to become a a cat, and but she did doesn't. Anybody give maybe her want this? To. Like, is this just something she's kind of known through her whole life? I guess I think she's putting it together now. I think she's starting to put things together, like. When the thing happened in the basement and the brother trying to have sex with her. And she obviously has this deep connection to the the, the panther. Sure, to her or brother. Or the yes. leopard. Yes. Um, no, but even to the animal. Like, she's obviously oh, yeah, deeply yeah. connected. In the meantime, he is, the brother, is trying to have, he's, remember oh, he yeah. is taking pictures at a, at a, um, a cemetery. Cemetery, yep. And... He takes home some blonde and takes her back to his place, I guess, or her place. And he can't, I guess, perform because the blonde, like, is like, oh, that's okay. Sometimes it happens. And he's, like, really upset by it. So it's weird that it parallels with her. It's a weird reaction from him because he seems half upset but almost in a weird way relieved. Like, he's like, oh, good. At least I won't turn into a panther and kill this woman. Yeah. But I'm yeah, kind of upset yeah. that I couldn't turn into a panther and kill this woman. Well, because he it still needs weird. to get off, yeah. I guess. And from this point on in the movie, I'm going to say more scenes than not, individuals or everyone on screen have no clothes on. Because it's taken a very long time to get to this point. But from oh, this yeah. from this woman, we saw that prostitute's bra explode off of her earlier. Right. But since and then, we then we we, everybody was closed. haven't really yeah. seen much. But from now on, it's Malcolm McDowell's naked butt everywhere. It's yeah. this blonde woman. Nastasha Kinski does not wear clothes anymore in this movie. And as we said before, John Hurd, we see his butt a couple of times. We see some butt, some her booty. This is when she has. So they don't have her and John Hurd do not have sex, but they come pretty close. And you could see that it's almost painful for her. Like her. Yes. Like she needs to do something about the fact that she can't, you know, have sex. Yeah. So she is now naked and like. <laughs> 
walking through the swamp area, <laughs> like naked. With, and the swamp area gets this like yellow red hue. Oh, like, it's kind hilarious. of like a flashback to where she. And, it's it's almost like she has predator vision for a little while, where she's yeah seeing, like, yeah. It's heat. all animals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. It's weird. She sees a. A deer, a rabbit, a snake, yep. an owl. But it's the owl that, like, she then she's crawling. Is she crawling after the rabbit? Because now she's crawling. First she's just walking, and then she crawls, and then <laughs> it is kind of funny. It is very so funny. She sort of pounces on the rabbit, and that's all we see. And then John Hurt is back in bed at the cabin or whatever, and he wakes up, and he turns the light on, and it's just... <laughs> It's just her with, like, blood on her mouth, and she's like, don't look at me! <laughs> there were moments in this movie where I laughed oh out God. loud. I know I wasn't supposed to, but that I was, was laughing. One. No, that I was agree. One. I was like, what the hell? It's like me when I have a bucket of Nutella at night, and I'm in my, like, laundry room. I'm like, don't look at me! <laughs> Baron Watson, and you have it smeared all over your body. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it is so great, too. What's great about it is this is what happened. And the next time we see them together, he's not like, what was all that about? No, no, yeah, not at all. He's not the slightest bit like, what the fuck happened with the blood and the rabbit? And you were naked, but we didn't have sex. And, yeah. In between. And then, then, the, oh, so then yeah, we go get ahead. that. And then... <laughs> <laughs> this is the oh my god i was practically vomiting watching this part of the movie so he's on the floor of the bathroom i guess malcolm mcdowell yes and it looks like first i couldn't tell i'm like wait did she get him because it looks like he's got like panther marks on his arm <laughs> so but i, I think that's because maybe the lady it's, was scratching him oh i thought it was just the gross goo like oh, with the black bits oh. in it was on his back I don't know. oh it's so gross <laughs> he's got all this like he's got like these lesions all over his body and he's on the bathroom floor and then he stands up and he's like kind of pleased with himself yep. and he's okay he's like what? doing his hair he's like oh i better fix my hair by the way i'll peel yeah. this shit off my body and just eat it like it's a and just fruit eat roll it up. And it's, it's so disgusting ugh. And it oh. makes a gooey gobble yep. sound when he puts it in his... <laughs> He's chewing it? Like it's super tough and difficult to chew? Oh, it's disgusting. It's like an oyster, like a giant oyster, I guess. I don't know. I don't eat oysters. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's terrible. And then the camera, like, pans around this room until... I guess it's supposed to be a horrible reveal of this dead blonde woman where I'm sitting there thinking, oh, God, is he still chewing on that stuff? Like, I know. I don't care that this woman is dead. This is super gross. Yeah, what he just did was gross. I don't care what kind of shape he left the body in. So then suddenly they're not at that love shack anymore. No, She's I don't know when they left or why they left. <laughs> Listen, Jamie, there is a deleted scene in here because he pulls up to the house. She leaves. She's like – she has her suitcase packed. John Hurd jumps out of the car. He's soaked. He is soaking wet <laughs> head to toe. His hair is drenched. She's bone dry. And I'm like, what? What happened? Why is he so wet during this right? entire scene? What's going on? 
But this is when he like professes his love for her, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Would you love me if we can't have sex?" And he he kind of laughs, and she's like, "Oh, but you wouldn't." I'm like, <laughs> Calm down, relax, and. He's like, no, 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 come back, stay with me. It's okay, don't worry about it. And right. The camera pans up to reveal Malcolm McDowell sitting in a tree, <laughs> overhearing all of this. <laughs> it is again another scene where I was like, I was laughing the last half hour of this movie. I found everything so funny because <laughs> it's silly. You're like, what the hell, guys? Because I think I finally, what? at this point, I finally went. Okay, this is not a good movie. Like, you may have tricked yeah. the early yeah, movie. Yeah, you finally resigned to the fact that, This is that, super yeah. dumb. So I am just going yeah. to enjoy this however I can. And all the cool things you could have done, I don't know what, but yeah. anything cool or, it like, like, you had some leads there. Okay, is he a wacky religious guy and it's some kind of religion that honors the Something. panther or the anything. whatever? Do anything with this. I... It's not sexy, even. It's no, not like it's, it's not like gross. a hot erotic. Like it's disgusting and then right. creepy, and then yeah. mm. like I know that that's what they're going for. Like they're going for some like steamy thriller, but you can't have it with cat people. <laughs> you can't no. do that. And not this kind of cat. Not the way they did this no, kind no, no, of no, no, cat. No. So John Hurt and Annette O'Toole are, like, talking about women. They're in the truck together. Um, Again, weird, because she even says, like, I know you like her, but they, like, live together. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I thought you liked me at one point, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we don't need Mm -hmm. to talk about this. And me as the viewer Mm -hmm. is going, no, please talk about this, because I just, I need something else in this movie. Mm-hmm. So it's just, this is just to get John Hurd out of the house because Malcolm McDowell jumps through these like French doors that she's got in her room uh-huh. slash photo studio, whatever. And this is, again, another point in this movie when he's like, you're my sister. We have to have sex. I don't know why I'm giving him the accent of the (laughs) woman. It's a British accent. But he's like, you're my sister. We have to have sex. This is what our parents did. Oh, did you not know our parents were brother and sister? Ha, 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 ha. I'm in in a leather jacket and I'm all wet, just like John Hurt. (laughs) When he lays on the bed and, like, Pats oh it, yeah, like... he tells her to come here. He's like, "Come sit." I'm like, "You are a psychopath." This she's is... not, and you could tell she's yeah, she's still not buying that she's supposed to have sex with him. But then she, it's weird. So she nuzzles up to him, like literally, like <laughs> nuzzles up to him. They do. I wrote like... down they do cat nuzzling. It's so cute and funny and strange in a way that I assume it was not intended to be. Again, I am laughing my ass off watching this movie when she like, is like, oh yeah. And I know it's a turn. It's like a fake out. It's like, oh yeah, let's get together. She fakes him out. And what would have made it really awesome is because she does, she has a, one, she's nuzzling and she's like, okay, maybe you're right. She has a piece of glass in her hand and what would make it like, fuck yeah, is if she does, she murders him with it, right? She yes. like puts it through his heart or, you know, yep. right in his panther mm-hmm. eye or yep. something. But she just cuts his hand she and then runs away. She stabs him in the hand yeah. with this. And her name, uh, by the way, her name is Irina. I wrote it here. Irina. Irina. All right. Irina. This 
begins a very funny part of this movie because Annette O'Toole shows up with John Hurd. And Onetto Tool's like, hey, I'm just going to, uh, you know, make myself at home. I'm going to make some coffee. Yeah. That's cool, right? Mm-hmm. And John Hurd goes up this maze of stairs upstairs. And he knocks on the door and is like, hey, Irina, Onetto uh, Tool's downstairs. She's making some coffee. Like, you want to come join us? The loudest smashing glass I've ever heard in a movie. And he opens the door and goes, hey, is uh, you're right in here? Is everything cool? Like, <laughs> It's the most tepid question to like murder is happening. The chaos, in this right, world. right, yeah. And she's in a precarious way to begin with. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. So he gets locked in the room. How does he get locked in the room with Cuz the, the leopard cat? slaps the doorknob oh, off. Oh like they show God. how the doorknob came oh. off. So he's locked in All the right. room. And he yells though to her, "You better get the gun." And it takes her a minute because there's so many goddamn steps in his house. It takes her a minute to, like, get the gun and get to him. But she does. It's, it's and, great. Um, like, it is amazing. Yeah. Annette O'Toole is easily the hero of this movie. Like, she steps up where nobody else does. Because right. he's about to be murdered by this giant cat. And that's when, in this movie, I was like... Oh, maybe he'll like wrestle the cat to the ground and like subdue it, and then they can analyze it. No, and then O'Toole kicks open the door and blows it away, and uh-huh. Malcolm McDowell, as a cat, flies out the window. Yep, and is dead. Finally, and, something yes. is happening in this movie, and Irina sees it and she cries up into the the rain. Yeah, she practically like, no! like meows up to the yes. moon. Yes. Yeah. Now, oh, but now John Hurt is going to do a um, a, a autopsy. A cat on autopsy. I love how he opens autopsy. a little freezer like he's in a morgue. <laughs> Pulls on I a love how he puts on like a painter's mask. It's yep. not really a surgeon's mask that he puts on. <laughs> no, not at all. And I was laughing because I thought this this giant cat puppet that they had with its tongue sticking out oh, yeah. was really funny. But he drags this thing on the table and the mm-hmm. camera hangs on it and you can see this thing breathing. And I was like, oh, my God. It is – they used a real panther or a real oh. leopard for this. And I was like, did they just drug this? And was like, oh, John Hurt, it's cool. Like drag this thing around. Like, oh. that's scary because I thought it was a puppet, but yeah, I really yeah. saw its body. The thing was breathing and just knocked out. Right. I was like, oh, my God. That's yeah, super was... scary. But, yeah. So he cuts this thing open and a <laughs> human arm. <laughs> Is that Ed Bagley's arm? <laughs> well, that's what I thought, too. I am so confused about this because that's what I thought. I went, oh, he still got Ed Bagley's arm. Wasn't that several weeks ago that this happened? But, but or is then, that part of the man? Right? Is that part is of that him? Part yeah, of the man. Because I don't understand how this works. I don't understand mm-hmm. how they can go from cat to human back to cat. So when he's a person, is there like a cat inside of him? Is it like a costume, like a cat, but like a flesh cat, like a fleshy cat costume? Because we see later it bursts out of Nastasha Kinski. So yeah. is it inside building is up? Is she like in there still? Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. But yeah. And then it just dissolves. It just dissolves yeah. into like. It's into that goo again. Dust and goo and like yeah. green smoke. Yeah. I, and then it's gone. 
Irina. Now I'm going to call her Irina mm-hmm. the whole time. Because she has a name now for the next, for the last. <laughs> yeah. She decides to visit the housekeeper in jail. And they have like a 30 second conversation and nothing is. I think she wants answers, but she doesn't get them. She's like, well, what do I do? You don't do anything. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm talking like Highlander. I can't get any exits. I love it. I love it. It's all right. We're in New Orleans. It's your cat people accent. But she basically tells her nothing. She's like, I don't know. You can't do anything. You're alone. She's basically like, it's hopeless. Yeah, you've got nothing. Yeah. And this is, and I, I'm in jail, so I can't even take care right. of you like exactly. I did your brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is when I kind of felt bad for her as a cat person who has never killed anybody, never done anything terrible. She's just a cat person. So now she decides to flee. She goes to the bus station yep. and like we said earlier, gives the guy $22 and it's like, where will this take me? And the guy, a great response. The guy goes, where do you want to go? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where are you? And she doesn't have an answer. Yeah, because you see that in movies North, where people I are think like, she says where North. will this get me? And no one in any other movie responds with the question like, I can't just pick a place for you. I'm sorry. Right, right. Like, where are you going? Yeah. What's your what's your desired destination? Yeah. So she goes to Richmond, and it's very explicit. You're going to Richmond. She gets on this mm-hmm. train, heading to Richmond, and then she has a dream. A vision, a vision. I think it's more like a vision, right? But things are explained at least. Finally, finally, this movie's two hours long. We're at hour forty minutes. She just had to get on an Amtrak. (laughs) Well, what did she find out? Her brother's there. Yep. He tell he gives her the story about how they're they're an incestuous race of like royal. Leopards, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Leopards who live in the desert for some reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and also, I think it's funny because Malcolm McDowell is explaining this, but just in voiceover. Because the two of them are just walking through the desert Mm -hmm. silently. But in voiceover, Malcolm McDowell explains everything that is happening in this movie, finally. And can they just live? Can't they just stay as cats and, like, live... Like, shouldn't she go to the land maybe where they're from so they could just cat it out right, together? Right, just cat you it know, out. You know, and not yes. worry about killing anybody? Or is it that they have this drive to be a human because they are, well, they are part human. So maybe that's part, it's the catch. Right, and where is this world where there's a single tree in a desert too? Is this it's real? in between New Orleans and Richmond, Virginia, I guess, and, somewhere. But, but also, is this like the weird death land like the afterlife because yeah. she sees him there she looks in the tree and sees a she panther sees and mm-hmm. is like hi mother but mm-hmm. then the cop at some point tells us that their parents blew their brains out oh yeah so the, that's I, right that detective yeah, lets us know I, they shot uh, each other i don't know i can't take it i can't figure it out Annette O'Toole goes for a jog. Let's just say that. We watch her run forever in this movie. She runs forever. Now, does she run around the zoo and everything? Because she goes for... And then what about this dog? This huge dog (laughs) basically attacks her. And she's like, hey, hey, okay, I thought you were a panther. Never mind. Because the whole time she's running, she's... 
She's being followed. She's she has looking the sense behind of being her. Yeah. We see like these POV shots of somebody following her. Yes, and you're right. A mm-hmm. giant St. Bernard jumps out of nowhere on her. She's really unfazed by this. And now she runs all the way to the gym to get the last five minutes of a swim in, I guess, at the gym. And now, if I were at the gym and they were gym was about to close and my workout was pretty much done, like I'm really just using the gym to do like a, a topless swim, right? Topless dip. It appears as though she had been running all day. Like it is noon. Yeah, she it did. is noon when she's running and she shows up in this place and it's dark. She's like convincing herself she's going to get back together with John Hurd, but she's got to erase the fact that he was into this weird like chick for a minute so she's going on this like cleanse run you know i'm not a runner but i think when runners sometimes have heavy stuff on their mind they go for long runs okay no i i understand and how is john hurt so in demand how are all the women in new orleans tripping over themselves to get with this dude (laughs) well from what we see the town's pretty quiet so i don't know um (laughs) <laughs> They're like, with that Malcolm McDowell dude out of the picture and Ed Bagley dead, he's the only guy in town. He's the only available bachelor Where? we got. <laughs> we oh. don't know what happened to John Larroquette. <laughs> he got transferred to another department or another uh, office somewhere else. Oh, okay. So he, she goes for her swim. Now, as I was saying, I'm not a runner and I'm not much of a topless swimmer but if i were to be if i you you dabbled but it's not I've your dabbled, thing. yeah right but it's not if i as changing into my if there was the sound of a growling panther or growling leopard while i was going for my swim i probably would just leave i'd be like you know what? you guys were closing up in five minutes anyway i should probably get home i'll just take a bath Right, yeah, lady, lady who works here, who's finishing. Why don't we head out together? Why don't we walk together? Yeah, safety in numbers. Lot, you know? mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But no, it's like I'm sure I'll be safe in the locker room down below by myself. Yep. Well, this growling continues, and she goes for a swim, and she's a little creeped out because she hears more leopard noises, and then who is to but appear is. Out of nowhere, because she was just on the Amtrak, but now she's back. Like you said, we don't know how she got back, but she's back. Don't know how long she's been gone for. Don't know how she's Mm -mm. back. Mm -mm. And it is, it's not just Irina. It is now suddenly a super confident Irina. Like a (laughs) hockey Irina. Like I have embraced my cat person-ness and I am now a totally different character in this movie. And I did enjoy that. Like I like that that happened. That that Yeah, she comes back much saltier. (laughs) Yes. And Jamie, I do have to just drop this in for our listeners who might be interested in the 42 version of Cat People. The pool scene is from that movie as well. Oh. And it's it's done so much better because in that movie, it's a woman who really does, like the cat lady in that, really does feel threatened by this woman who works with her husband. Oh. In this, I don't know why she's harassing in that O'Toole. Like, she has no reason no. to be they upset with her. They were drinking buddies. She has yeah. been nothing but great yeah. to her through this movie. John Hurd wants nothing to do with Annette O'Toole. Like, why mm-hmm. are you threatened by this cat person? And it goes nowhere. She kind of threatens her, but then really she's after John Hurd anyway. So that's what she says, too. She's like, well, I'm not here for you. I was just looking for Oliver. 
I I think it's amazing how she just shows up with the woman that works there. Like they're just standing next to each other. The woman that works there isn't like, oh, where did you come from? <laughs> no. We, she does help her out of the pool, minutes. though. Uh, the redhead tries to warn. He call, she calls and tries to kind of call in a warning to John. It Hurt, is right? it is pretty amazing because John Hurt goes home. He picks up the phone. Annette O'Toole's on the other end, and she's like, uh, "Irina was here. I think she wants to do harm to me. I, I'm really worried about our safety." John Hurt. And he's on the phone and looks <laughs> over and sees Irina now. Super confident, super sexy, uh-huh. taking her clothes off, walking up the stairs. He's like, uh, yeah, just uh, stay where you are, and uh, I got to go. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it is an amazing reaction. He's like, listen, this, this is this is finally going to go down, and I ain't got the time for your shenanigans. Yeah. I've been working on this since those damn oysters. I got to go. Right. Yeah. That was three months ago, I'm this. assuming. <laughs> now... This again, I didn't know. Like when they start making out and things start getting, I'm like, all right, she's going to turn Panther. Where's when's she going to turn it? Because she doesn't. Can I go back just one second before Annette O'Toole calls John Hurd? It is pretty funny because he's in his little developing. Oh, when he's looking at the pictures, yeah. (laughs) The camera, the camera pans by all these pictures, and it goes, (laughs) cat. Irina, cat Irina. <laughs> and he looks at them like, is that a, nah, don't worry about yeah, it. Like, uh-huh, it is so uh-huh. bizarre the way the camera treats this. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. They they finally do. They they get their, they do their deed. He is, right? But she doesn't instantly turn into a panther, right? When she first wakes up, she's okay. She goes to the bathroom she reached down, touches herself, I guess eats some of her blood. Oh, That's I another don't know. creepy, right? I, like, what's happening? Uh, then she goes back to lay back in bed with him. And then the creepiest transformation from woman to leopard happens. <laughs> Isn't it so creepy? Like, her head splits and her it's hands. So it's so creepy. It is something that in my mind. I really could have done without this. Sometimes in movies, there's a lot of stuff that happens off camera. And I'm like, oh, I wish we could have seen this. Oddly enough, when this happened, I was sitting there going, oh, we're going to see her transform into a cow. Oh, my God. This is much worse than I thought it was going to be. I could have taken like shadow puppets of her maybe becoming a, a leopard. Hey, or Jamie, something. that's what they do One in the 1942 subtle. version. They that, do? That is so much better see? than this movie. Much better. Much better. You got so excited. Much better. I'm so angry. I hate this. She escapes now that she's a panther or, sorry, a leopard. She she goes and she's on the loose now. The cops kind of have her cornered at at a bridge. He (laughs) again, he shows up there. He makes eye contact with her. John Hurd does. And she jumps Uh into the water. But, yeah, she jumps off the bridge. The panther jumps off the bridge. The cops mm-hmm. unload, just unload all their bullets onto mm-hmm. this panther who escapes, mm-hmm. not panther, leopard. And John Hurd jumps in his car and he's like, I have an idea. And he drives all the way out to his sex shack again mm-hmm. to find her as a human. And she mm-hmm. goes, hey, let's do this again, because I guess yeah. that was super fun. No, I, she tells him that you either she has he has to kill her yes. or uh, make love to her. Those are his choices. I, 
I don't, and I don't know what she wants out of this. Is it like a, I experienced being a panther, leopard. I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just want to be one forever? Well, is that? I, I, then it's tricky because, but then like, what does he want out of it? Because well, he loves, well. I, I don't mm-hmm. I because they have this confession where they supposedly truly love each other. I thought for a moment that that maybe there was some kind of like like you know, well if it's real love that they share and not like just passionate sex, but it's real like like love that they wouldn't um she wouldn't become the the panther maybe. She would stay human because they have this love connection, right? This but that's yes. not the case. And he wouldn't, wouldn't like, that be like a normal, rational ending to a movie like that for as crazy as the movie has become, mm-hmm. this ending makes it Even totally murder. insane. Yeah. She this is when again we're full she she's fully naked and she's beckoning him to let's do this. And he's going to do it. He's not even trying to... It's almost like he's under a weird spell, you know? I mean, I guess he's got his 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 ulterior motives. You know, he's going to tie her up, and then he's going to, I guess, somehow capture her, he, um, yeah. her leopardness. Right. And when you say his ulterior motives, I question his motives, first of all, throughout this movie. And mm-hmm. second of all, at this point, it's like... He wants to have sex with this woman, but in a weird way, I think he is totally into the leopard. Because he's a zoo man and he likes the animals. I know. Me too. Yes. Yes. So he slowly, he ties her up, Mm -hmm. ties her up, and then gets himself naked and then gets right on top of her. And we see all of it. None of it's meant to be... You know, ooh, guess what might happen between the two of them? Like a rope in his hand and her looking. No. And then we're back at the the horrible digs I, that is the zoo. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We fast forward to, this is where I'm like, question mark. So now he's like fully with Alice. He's with that other lady. He's with Annette O'Toole. Because yeah. she even kisses him and is like, I'll see you back at the house later. I'm like, okay. She totally forgave his panther cheating ways or his leopard cheating ways. And I'm not saying I knew what was about to happen, but even this, like, I was never fooled, like, oh, they're not, like, I knew this was going to be creepy, and I knew it was going to be weird, and I'm like, why are they together? Like, why did they make this happen where they're suddenly together? But it's a weird thing where, I guess, I don't know, and I don't want to overanalyze this movie, but I I feel like he is the villain of this movie in a weird way, Mm -hmm. where he's a guy that to everyone else, he seems like a rational, normal human being who mm-hmm. now has this live-in girlfriend or wife, don't know, but Question mark. he has a weird, dark secret, and it is not good! Mm-mm, mm-mm, and it's literally dark, and it's in his zoo. Yes! Because he keeps her. She's there. He keeps her, Caged. and I don't know what this relationship is. Like, is this a... Every now and then he will bring somebody by so that she can kill them to turn back into a person so they can oh, have yeah. weird sex. And then he can keep this cat in his zoo and go home to a netto tour. Or does he study, does he does study he st- the cat ooh. people? Like these people that are these, these 
you know, oh. this, this line of, of cat people. Right. Because I wish that they went into that a little more. Like that was something that maybe he had read about or discovered in ancient times or took a, you know, went to this weird voodoo church that talked about it. Right. But, and what even makes yeah. it weirder is the very last shot of this movie before the multiple freeze frames, which I don't understand at all. Which I don't, I don't understand know if with you, her tongue out. Did you watch the... Yes. Did you watch the entirety of the credits? Because it's strange. But oh, no. Like, he reaches in and, like, pets her as, as mm-hmm. though she as a cat is totally down with this. Like, mm-hmm. I will let you pet me. I like this. This is our thing now. Mm-hmm. You can take care of me. Like, it's really weird. Just cat people. And we have a tight shot on a cat's face with its mouth almost closed. <laughs> Like, and that's how it freezes open. for a while. It freezes like that for a <laughs> long while where I would have thought something was wrong with my TV if the Bowie yeah. song didn't go on. Right. Because right. It, it literally looked like if a movie freezes on you because mm-hmm. it should not be frozen at that point where the mouth is slightly open. And you see a little bit of the tongue. A little bit. Weird. And then. We're at a point in this Bowie song where it leads to a crescendo. The movie starts playing and the cat roars and then it freezes for a second time and the rest of the credits roll. It's nonsense. This movie's garbage. I hated it so much. You're upset. You're so upset. I really (sighs) am. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts? This is a long episode. It is, but it was a long movie. And it was, there was a lot, not a lot to... Every, I kept wanting to like it, and I kept thinking something would unfold so that I would, or even if I didn't love it, I was going to be like, oh, but that was interesting when they did that, and it never, that never, ever happened for me through it. So, I was, I want to say I was not into the movie, but I was like, other times when I don't like movies that we watch, I just don't like it, and I like can't wait for it to end, because I'm like, this is garbage, I just want sure. this to be over. Yeah. But in this case, for like at least at least 50% of it, I was waiting for it to be, if not good, then at least interesting for something, and that didn't happen. So, yeah, I don't, I wasn't as angered by it, but I could see where, cause I kept thinking that too. I kept thinking, I bet the forties version of this movie was really fun and kinky, not like kinky and spirited and, and just, kinky. I don't know. Cause you're like, well, I don't like all that, these naked people. I need more kinkiness. Well, like, but that was no, the thing is even with all the nakedness, there was, it didn't feel sexy to me. It felt creepy and it didn't feel like. I don't know. I didn't like it either. I just didn't like it. Cat it was people. a weird, like you said, with all the with all the nakedness, it wasn't. It wasn't sexy. erotic. It wasn't no. King, right? Yeah. It was more mm-hmm. like this is the human body, guys. Get used to it. You're going to be seeing yeah, it a lot. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of it. Yeah. Boobs yeah, are just there. Was, yeah. What What I would say is, it is a movie that was intriguing in that it kind of kept my interest. But yeah, but because more, you were interested in right. it getting better, not yes, really because more it was. Of a, yeah, more of a like, why did this, why is this happening? Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. That doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. It's like a hate watch. It's like a, yeah. I can watch this and hate it. It didn't bore me. There was nothing boring about this. It was just puzzling through the yeah. entirety. And then at the end, you were like, really? I, that? Oh. Yes. Can't people. I, I don't. <laughs> 
I don't understand it. But anyway. Do you recommend um, the 40s one? What's your recommendation? That is, that is totally my recommendation. If I, if I didn't talk about it enough, it is totally my recommendation. It does such a better job. But it's, it's interesting, too, because the 40s version, I've actually seen it a couple of times. I watched it with my girls, and they really liked it. Like, Aww. it was engaging to them. They enjoyed it. And, like, I can trick them into watching black and white movies. And it's weird. Like, kids don't – maybe it's not all kids. Maybe it's just mine. They don't seem to notice it's in black and white. Like, they don't seem to know that it's an old movie. I showed Aww. Jocelyn a bunch of Twilight Zones a while ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. These were made back when your grandmother was a little girl. And she's like, really? They weren't – they're that old? I was like – yeah, they're in black and white. Like, what? Do you not understand she this? She just but, thought maybe yeah. color was like, yeah. Yeah, she's like, maybe yeah. maybe it was an artistic choice. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, this, but this movie, the old 42 version, I think, strangely enough, I think it's the same story. Because it's about a guy who meets a woman and she's foreign and he's totally into her. And like old movies, they just kiss once and then they get married. But right, right. They cannot sleep together. Like it's it's done in code in the forties, mm. but you know, at one point he's like, yeah. Should we really be having separate bedrooms? Uh, I mean, we are married now, but she is afraid to have sex because she thinks because she will turn her. into a cat. Yeah. So it's the same plot, but it is done so much better. It's like eighty minutes. It's not two hours long. Right, right. And the pool scene is very tense. There's a scene where this woman is walking down the street in New York and it's starting to snow and she's alone and she thinks she's being followed by a cat that's so eerie and intense, even by today's standards. It's such a better movie. I want that than in this my one. life. I want so, that yeah, one. Watch that. What is your recommendation? This was tricky for me to recommend because I was like, are there any other movies I know about people being animals that might be recommendation? I can only imagine there are many, but go ahead. Not that I had seen or that I could easily like reference. I, I will say there's this, I do this online yoga and one of the yoga teachers that I do, uh, she often refers to like some of the movements, like you have to harness your inner cheetah. Inner cheetah. Okay. So that was another, I guess not recommendation, just thought. So your recommendation <laughs> is this online yoga teacher, very specific, <laughs> that you deal with who talks about cheetahs, which were not in this movie. From now on, though, I hope, listen, I just hope every time, because there are certain movies on this podcast that that I will forget about, and I'm sure you do too, or forget that we watched, or, you know, if somebody brings it up, you're like, I think I watched that, I don't remember Oh, yeah, right. I'm hoping that every time this woman mentions a cheetah or whatever, that you do think of cat people. I I hope it lives on. Because that's the one thing that I do want to say is... This has been one of the more enjoyable movies to talk about. I knew it would in, be. I in had a, a little feeling. while. Yeah. Strangely enough, for our 100th episode, we did Mac and Me. And I think I had way more fun talking about this movie than I, Mac and Me. When I, the one thing that I felt when this was done now, it's been confirmed, was I was like, you know what? That was a shitty Cat People movie, but I bet it's going to be a blast <laughs> and a half to talk about. Because right. 
There were so, so many much. things. There were so many things to discuss. So much going on. And I, uh, I just, I had a blast. So though I didn't enjoy necessarily the movie, yeah, I definitely enjoyed our conversation about the movie. Yes. Wholeheartedly. All right. Well, I think it's All about right. time we so wrap there's this that. up. This is a long Yeah, episode. let's get going. Jamie, this... I, I do want to tell our listeners one thing, and I we did mention it a while ago, in that we are yeah. part of the 25th Frame Network now, mm-hmm. and I meant to make a bigger deal out of it when we joined, but, you know, with all the 100th episode stuff, there was a lot going on. I kind of, it slipped by, and I shouldn't, you know, it's it's terrible to say um, at the end of our next few episodes, I do want to mm-hmm. highlight certain shows on the network because there are some wonderful shows on there that if you like our show, you should really look into the 25th Frame Network. Just type it into Google. You'll find it, you know. But let's Excellent. talk about our next movie. All right. Our next movie is a suggestion from a listener, (gasps) recommendation from a listener, because, Mm -hmm. folks, if you don't know, we are on Patreon.com slash Good Times Great Movies, and we have an episode up there right now, a relatively new episode called Haunted Honeymoon. Oh. And we have a bunch of other episodes, so go (laughs) check it out. But if you are a patron and you donate at the $15 level, you Mm -hmm. get to... Make us watch a movie and then talk about it. You get to program an episode of our show. It's a wonderful opportunity. It is. And we Mm -hmm. have an episode programmed by Michelle. This is her second year doing this. And she decided to have us watch the movie The Incredible Shrinking Woman starring Lily Tomlin. So fun. And it's funny because I, I, you know, I responded to her on Twitter and, and her response was like, I want you guys to do this movie. I think it'll Mm -hmm. be a lot of fun. You may have seen it, but I'll bet Jamie hasn't. This should be great. And when I talked to you, you said you've seen it. I am the one who have not seen this movie. Mm -hmm. Now it's been a while. So I'm looking forward to it, but yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I think, I think it might be from the same year as Cat People. Maybe it's 81. Maybe it's 80, but it's another early 80s Early movie. 80s. Feeling good about it. Diving into these early ones. I like so it. So that will be in two weeks. Incredible Shrinking Woman. Find it. Watch it so you are prepared for this. Go to our Patreon page. Listen to Haunted Honeymoon. Listen to all the back episodes there. Find us on Take Facebook. Twitter. Instagram, whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. <sighs> However you do I'm it. I'm exhausted. I am exhausted. I know. I need people. to take a cat nap. You get it? Oh, cat people taking cat naps. Yeah. We've been recording <laughs> for two hours right now. Our patrons, and again, that's another benefit of Patreon. They've been listening to a two-hour episode where the rest of you got like, I don't know, an hour 35 maybe? There was some stuff cut out, some bathroom breaks did, you didn't get to hear. Did we, <laughs> did we have bathroom breaks? What happened during those? Yeah. I don't know. I was using the bathroom. But I will hear when I'm editing <laughs> And our patrons will hear the whole thing. (laughs) All right. Everybody, we will talk to you in two weeks. Uh, Bye for now. Goodbye. Meow. Good, good ending. Love it. See these eyes so green. I can 
little problems with this movie <laughs> it's not even a cat transformation issue <laughs> <No>. <laughs>